Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan, my throat is already giving up. <laughs> this is not good. Oh god. You're already sick of it. You're already sick of it. Um, hey yeah. guys. Hey Alex. Um, yeah, we back. We back at it again. Um, I Full disclosure, I have a therapy appointment after this. So, um... um <laughs> I gotta, I gotta hurry this one up. Not really. It's like an hour. Like it, it, it's not for another like three hours. So we're good. But yeah. Um, no, I'm doing all right. You know, we we back here to talk about Stardom. Um, a fun Stardom show with Stardom Showcase and some other stuff that also happened. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Spotify Rap just came out. So um, if we're we're up there on your Spotify Rap, uh, let us know and we will like it on twitter i don't know like when I'll, we'll, we'll be nice i guess i don't know i was gonna do that same shield job <laughs> i was like we're too awkward to do anything other than like it but we will we will at the very least give it a like um yeah apparently we were because the, the creator wrapped had had this um there was like 50 plus people who we were their number one that's wild. the whole year um, and then it showed you like how many people you're in their top ten and stuff as well, and it was like I'm not even a my own. We're, we're not even my own number one. That's a new day pod <laughs> from two years ago. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that I think we um, were third on mine. Mine too. So, mine too. <laughs> uh, I'm letting down the team. So, but it's yeah. you know it's okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if we were there. Cool. Thanks. Um, we did seem to have a good year. So if we weren't, we then listen going. to us more. Forehead, come on now. Uh, yeah exactly Just, i think yeah. to be honest we give enough reason... we give enough hours <laughs> yes uh apparently we made like four thousand minutes of content or something and i was like jesus christ um i think the problem is this isn't long enough sometimes you could listen to every episode of this but there are like th- two and three hour podcasts every week and if you're listening to those as well they will outrank us right so you could listen to every episode of Stardom Quest start to finish. If you listen to, like, Voices of Wrestling Flagship or something, because that's three hours every week, they'll outrank uh, Stardom Quest. So I think that's probably an issue for us. So what you're saying is Um, that we need to go five hours every week. I mean... Get them them numbers up. 
course. Yes, yes. Three, I could three do episodes. It. You know I could do it. You could. You really I could. once made a bet with my mom that I could talk to the broom for two hours and she'd give me 20 bucks. And I started for like 10 minutes. She's like, I'm not actually going to give you 20 bucks. Please stop. Um, mm -hmm. It's a true story. Um, so yeah, I could I could talk. Trust me, as you guys know. Oh, wow. and we're going to yes. talk in a few minutes. Yes, we are. Um, so first of all, uh, this is kind of out of left field because we don't really normally do this. Um, but I suppose last week when we were discussing that Mayu and Kyrie match, uh, our big thing was how are people outside of our bubble going to react to this match, right? Yeah. Um, and it seems like you know, a week out from the show or uh, 10 days out from the show, it has got a great reception from from even non-stardom fans, right? It has a it has a nine point one three on cage match uh, that is out of one hundred and eighty five votes. So that's a lot of votes compared to what stardom usually gets, um, and almost all of them are very positive. There are some that came in around six or seven that I was expecting from people who didn't really care as much, who did point out that like, oh, it kind of dragged at points. Uh, one of them said it never kicked into high gear, and I can see how you might think that if you weren't into the into the finish. Um, so there were a few people who kind of fell in line with what I was expecting from from the non-stardom fans, but more often than not, people really enjoyed it. And um, I know the Super J Cast guys. I don't listen to Super J Cast. I asked Velke about this, um, <laughs> but he said they like really highly praised it and they're I mean, they're like the new japan podcast they're not joshi fans really so if they enjoyed it then i think that's that says a lot it ranks higher than the will osprey match same day yes. which i mean i i think was a um poor performance from will like an especially poor performance i think showed it did fine but i think will had a pretty weak performance on that match but just in general people usually like to um ride ride him so to speak um with every match that he does so to get a higher one, you know, two minutes after that match and then get higher rated. And again, this is a cage match. It's not always like, you know, it's a cage match. So don't, you know, you got to take it with a slight grain of salt. But uh, that is something, you know, that they are considered better than the Will Ospreay match, which is always kind of um, overrated, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Um, even good Will Ospreay matches are usually overrated. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, as as as, a, as proof of that, he is currently the number one match of the last yeah, four weeks. Uh, him yeah, and Naito. exactly. And then, and like that know. was a that was a fine match, but like yeah. again, overrated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was all right, but like, uh, so yeah, con compared to like that, uh, it, it's definitely a good marker that they are um like beating that match. And mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that the in-ring work aspect could definitely be seen as like oh there there were flaws because there were definitely in-ring flaws but um you know just as a match i think it was still a really really good match and i'm happy that people are enjoying it yeah i think one of the interesting things is that uh, almost every comment mentions that they it felt like a big match and i think mm -hmm. uh Kyrie and mayu deserve a lot of praise because they feel like a big match and just how they approached it and um you know, i think uh, the, the fact that they got that across is really important and uh definitely just shows how well they worked uh to to have got you know got people who maybe aren't stardom fans to see and realize how massive this match was um so fair play to the both of them for that and um yeah i just thought that would be interesting because you know, last week that was our big question was 
of course, Stardom fans were into that match, but maybe non-Stardom fans wouldn't be. But it seems like you know Mayu and Kyrie won them over, regardless for the most for the most part, anyway. Yeah, and I mean, good for them. Um, I'm still sad about the finish. I still think that the finish took away from it. But this is not the episode to complain again. Um, well, I mean, I we was going to do that, that later anyway, but um, yeah, okay. yeah, that was that was another one. I did ask uh, Xavier what he thought of it, and Xavier is obviously not a big modern stardom fan, uh, more of a Dragon Gate guy. He's just a hater. He's just a hater. Pretty much, like, I, yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, I respect it. I respect if you it. like something, um, it's it's pretty hard fought, or it's House of Torture yeah, for some reason. Yeah, he, he, he gave um, Mayu and Kairi four and a half, and said it would have been four and three quarters if Mayu won. So yeah. even he thought it was great and he obviously isn't super high on Stardom or New Japan. So, you know, again, that's another outsider who really enjoyed the match. Yeah. Um I, I yeah. I'm happy people liked it. I liked it as well. Don't don't get me wrong. I liked it as well. Yeah, no, I mean uh we probably did undersell it a little bit, but it was I mean I, I said it at the time. I was engrossed from start to finish and that doesn't always happen. Yeah. Um, but that was that was how good it was. Um, with that, we're on to modern stardom. Um, we have they've announced the cards for the um, they're calling it the year end tour. It's it's a couple of shows towards the end of the um, between now and um, year end climax. Not a whole lot of note, obviously, but on December tenth, uh, Tam is wrestling My Sakurai, so that's that's kind of cool. Uh, Tekla is wrestling Starlight Kid. In a singles match. Uh, on December 11th, there's uh, nothing. No, no, no. There's that note. four on four match that looks crazy good. Um, what is it? Like all of the it's it's DDM minus my Sakurai versus God's Eye minus Nanami, which is like no, that just no, sounds like a, a really one. fun. Is that a different one? Is that maybe that's 15? Yeah, yeah. December 11th is a 10 woman tag DDM versus Ueda tie. Oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um oh there is a Sayakamatani and Azami versus Meltier match on that. That's what that one was, yeah. yeah. Um the seventeenth I think Scott noted out the good matches. He, he did, he did. Um the seventeenth is where you have that eight woman tag that you were talking about. Uh Siri, Mirai, Ami and Tomoka Inaba versus Julia, Micah, Hameka and Tekla. That sounds dope. Like that just straight yes. straight up. I'm very excited about it. Even if it's very uh is that the main event? Well, I know that they don't have the official. No, like I don't that. think so. It's okay, like... then that means it's 15. That sounds killer. Oh um, yeah. Because, I mean, they could probably even take it to a 30, and I wouldn't be too upset, because, like, they oh. all kind of could do it. Um, But, if I mean, it's obviously going to a draw unless Inaba drops, which I wouldn't be surprised necessarily, but <laughs> that, that just sounds like a really fun match. It does. Uh, the sh- the show in the 18th has a cool one. It's a three-way trios tag. It's uh, Mayu, Hazuki, and Hanan versus Utami, Saya, and Hina versus Momo, Starlight Kid, and Rina. So that that one's really this cool. Is when, uh, this is when the Shamai are going to break up from all of their groups and create their own <laughs> faction and just destroy the entire company. Even though they're... I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is around the twins' birthday. Oh, fun. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I just know it's in December, I think. Um, so yeah, it's probably like a birthday match for them. Right. It, it's it's a cool match for sure. I mean, it's the two heavy hitters from each faction. I mean, except for Oedotai, depending on how you ask, how you see it. Um, <laughs> it's the heavy hitters from each faction and uh, the sisters. So I, I find that really, really interesting, and it should be really fun. 
Definitely, yeah, and that's kind of the last of the really notable matches, but I'm in for what is just a house show tour. That's pretty good. So yeah, me. and then, I mean, we, we have the year-end climax on Christmas Eve, which isn't announced yet, um, but that'll be... Um, they usually do that. They usually have that be like that... Um, I know this is a New Japan reference and nobody cares, but they, I imagine that they'll make that the last Road 2 show to the Tokyo mm-hmm. Dome. Like, that's, like, how New Japan does it. Like, New Japan randomly will just have, like... Like, they had that Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi versus Osprey and Tanahashi match, which was just, like, genuinely one of the... And I hate that I'm talking about Will again. Genuinely one of Will's best matches ever. Just it, it, on a random show before the Tokyo Dome and Gorkin Hall. I imagine that's kind of how they will treat Year on Climax from now on, is just, like, this major you know, last hurrah before the the big show. Um, yeah, well, the last two have been prelude tags, haven't they? If I'm remembering um, correctly? No, I know they did no. One of, them, one of them was uh, B. Priestley and Konami winning and Yoshiko coming up. Um, that was two right. years ago. Maybe they did do a prelude tag. Um, yeah, because wasn't that the one with um, Julia and Utami against Siri and Momo? That's possible. Yeah. I, that I do think that was, that was two years ago. Um, and then last year was something similar. Yeah, Pretty I do think sure. they did the prelude tags. Yeah, like I think that. that's what they do. So they'll, they'll probably do something like that again because uh, they don't they don't really give much away in the Karkins anymore. <laughs> so we still don't know who the fuck Sai is wrestling. That's the thing. Say they're waiting until the end of Tag League because if if we're assuming it's Mirai, we probably want her to not give away the fact that they're not winning tag league so um that's i guess we're what finding it is. out this year or yeah. this week yes possibly um yeah that's all of the news from stardom that i can think of that we won't touch on anyway um so we're gonna get into the review section uh the first show to review was on november 25th uh this was stardom at tokyo comic-con 2022 uh they had a showcase match here it was hazuki koguma and saida beating Lady C, Azumi, and Utami. Uh, Koguma pinned Lady C with a diving splash in just under 19 minutes. So um, That was 19 minutes? Yes. Um, so Jesus. everybody got individual entrances. Like, they were taking their sweet time. Um, the match itself was kind of everybody doing their best bits, you know. Uh, Koguma and Azumi did, like, high-speed stuff. Utami just did what Utami does. Uh, Lady C did tall person things. Ida did strong person things. There was some fun combo offense. Like, it was just kind of a real showcase of, hey, these people are kind of cool. Um, I don't know Which if selling they, they people... They got good people. You know, like, I mean, if you want to show people just kind of being vibes, you know, Koguma is, is right up there. Mm-hmm. You know, Utami, you know, Hazuki. I think they they picked great... I mean, Sai Ida, obviously. You know, I think they picked great people. Uh, I will say that I question Koguma versus Lady C as the finishing stretch for your uh, yeah. big showcase match, but you know I, they did well. I didn't think Lady C was that poor, so that is something that I thought about was Koguma. Um, to and I don't know like who was seeing this. I don't know if it was like mostly new fans or just people who happened to be fans who were at Comic Con were like, oh, we get to see a free star match. Um, I imagine there's a mix of both, and I, I don't think they had a great crowd. Um, but you know it's Comic Con. Um, the Koguma, her theme song makes it feel like she's about to be like alpha female, right? Like this big, imposing, like scary, like monster, right? 
and then the beat switches and it's and she comes out smiling doing the kuma pose i was like i love this i love that like the first like 20 seconds of her theme song is like i'm going to rip this human being apart and eat them and you will watch me as i destroy their body and then she comes out and does kuma yay all smiling and shit all cute you know what like i think that's really funny um also my soccer i got to meet her childhood crush hayden christensen so um shout out anakin <laughs> that's anakin oh cool all right yeah. um right. well yeah that was that was that match anyway um I don't know if there's really much more to say about it. It was a fine showcase. Uh, people seemed into it. I don't. I've, there's no real read on what the kind of crowd they had because they weren't showing the section where they had the most people. Um, so there's no real way of knowing. But uh, definitely, I'm sure won over a few people. And if not, well, the wrestlers got to go to Comic Con. They had fun. So good job. Um, yeah. Next show then to preview or review, sorry, it was on the 26th of November. This was Stardom in Showcase Volume 3. Uh, this did 778 fans at the Todoroki Arena. That's kind of where Stardom in Showcase seems to have uh, peaked, I guess, because uh, Stardom in Showcase Volume 2 did uh, about 750 uh, in the Takadana Baba. This one did, what, 778? in Todoroki. Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking for the first one. Um, oh, wait. Here's the first one. Uh, the first one did 845 in Nagoya. So, it seems to be that this show is going to be locked into that range. Um, Around 800. Yeah. And I mean, as I've said from the very beginning, they're giving nothing away for Showcase. So, they're going to keep doing it so long as they're selling this many tickets because there are some companies who'd sell their left arm to get 800 people at a show. So, you know, if you're you're getting 800 for a show where you're only doing tags or you're doing stipulation matches, you're not really burning anything off, there's no reason to not do them. So um, I think this is pretty solid as far as the showcase stuff goes, and this might be the range that this is just locked into for now. Um, um, yeah, so we got interrupted. <laughs> um, that 7 to 800 might be the cap for showcase. Um but, you know, since they're not giving anything away, it's probably something that they're going to keep doing. Uh, in saying that, though, I don't know what you thought, but this was probably the best showcase so far. Like, it feels like it really... Uh, top or bottom. It was definitely, like, it, it It didn't really have a lot of, like, stinkers. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was pretty fun all the way throughout. Um, it didn't have some of the highs, necessarily. Like, I would say there was that one with... I mean, like, this is a very standout match, but it was the Julia Maisakurai versus Prominence match, which was, like, you know, an absurdly good match, in my opinion. It didn't have one of those where it was like, oh, this is, like, a great match that I would mm-hmm. watch outside a showcase. You know, like, this this isn't, like, just a showcase, but, like, the, you know, it didn't really have that. Um, but it was it was definitely the most consistent show and yep. a really fun show overall. I definitely trimmed the fat because it didn't have um, a Siri I quit match either. <laughs> so that too. At all that benefits. Um, yeah, I thought it was probably the best one so far, top to bottom, just as far as entertainment goes. Um, and we'll kind of break down individual matches, um, starting with Blue Goddess block match. Yeah. Yes, um, you and Nanai Takahashi against Hanan and Saida. Um, and that was a pretty strong match. Both teams kind of work really well together, which you'd kind of expect given 
know, Yu was good at beating the shit out of people, and uh, she was against two very good baby faces, and uh, obviously Nanai is very good at being Nanai. Man, they 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 like started things off with Ela and Yu, like they like made it like a stare down, and I was like, oh, this is what mm-hmm. I've been waiting for. I was so excited. Um, and then Yu like beat the shit out of Hanan. It was great. Um. Yeah, I thought this match was pretty solid. Like, Ida got some really nice near falls on Anai, which was great. Um, obviously, she wasn't going to beat her, but it, it, you know, it's it's nice to see her get some hope. Um, what one spot was that Ida and Hanan got you for the forced jungle tower. So like, <laughs> like Ida like kind of like tried to pick up you, and then Hanan just ran at them, and they did the jungle tower with you like sandwiched uh against her will to do the mm-hmm. jungle tower on the nine i thought that was really uh, a fun spot um and it utilized you know use size to make it seem very like cool and stuff um but yeah eat a loss to the t gimmick because shouts out the backstreet boys or the backseat boys oh yeah um the match after that then was the uh false count anywhere four-way match it was uh koguma beating azami starlight kid and chairman ram when koguma rolled up azami um, they did two roll-ups at the same time, didn't they? Kid pinned, yeah, you know kid what's funny? Ram, but didn't get the win. You know what's funny? Is that uh, <laughs> this was some lore, um, if you oh, will. Um, Koguma and Ram pinned Azumi and Kid at the same time, except, you know, Koguma won. Because Koguma, uh, who was wearing the Japan jersey, um, beat um, Germany. Oh. Azumi, right? And uh, who wait did Ram pin Kid or did Ram, or did Kid pin? I forget. Um, kid the Ram. the other one, yeah, Kid, whoever was wearing um the uh the Spain jersey, beat the Costa Rica jersey, right? Oh. And that's oh, the yeah. yeah. So obviously Japan on top because it's Japan, but mm-hmm. they they did that really cute like that. Um, this is this was all soccer themed. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, probably the weaker. Of the three false count, like four with false count yeah. matches, but like it's kind of expected because they were definitely playing the gimmick, and I don't mm-hmm. fault them for that. I thought it was you know fun regardless, but uh, yeah, I, I also I loved the the soccer theme, the Japan theme. Yeah, no, it was it was, it, was yeah. it was pretty fun, um, and it was it was different, which you know is all you can kind of ask for. Um, definitely. Also, the shouts out the United States uh, for making it through to the oh. round of sixteen. No, never thought this would happen. No, yeah. Um, anyway. Wales, what happened? Oh, it's, honestly, <laughs> they're kind of bad. Most team, I find I... bad because everybody's just used to playing at club level now. Yeah. Where you play such weird systems that when you go to play with chap from down the road, it doesn't work, you know? So um, mm-hmm. international football is kind of a farce at the moment. So, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, anyway. Coming home to the soccer. Oh, God. Uh, getting the soccer Lombardi. I hate that. I hate that so much because I like soccer more than I like football most of the time. So people calling it the soccer Lombardi is like, it hurts my soul. But it's, doesn't a, even it's work. an American. It's, it's an American. It's every four years. Thing. Like how? Like that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. Anyway, it would be Americans. better to like compare it to like an Olympic thing or like mm. something. I don't know. Just, just getting the gold medals. The like Kurt, let's like, go. That's it. It doesn't need a comparison. It's you know. Trophy yeah, but we're in itself. we have to be disrespectful. We're America. That's true. <laughs> I saw a really funny thing, and I felt bad about this. Somebody was like, "I think America drew with England or something." Mm-hmm. We did. Somebody was like, "Oh, the Americans were afraid to shoot 
And I was like, oh, Americans afraid to shoot? Are you sure? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so European of you. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, anyway, false count anywhere. Definitely the weakest of the three, but still a fun match. Um, thanks to at, at It's Dana now, by the way. Uh, she did translations, and apparently Koguma said she wants to do baseball next time. So. <laughs> oh man. So that, Dude, wait. What if fun. what if they do the what if they do that um, Suzuki, um, who what I forget his name Takagi, um, yeah. that match where they did it inside the Tokyo Dome. And they just wrestled all around like the baseball field and shit with Aja Kong. Do you have you seen that? Yes. I want them to do that. I, I hope that's Koguma and Azumi. Just steal from DDT. I like th- this show is like the showcase shows are like so close to just stealing from DDT. They should just do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, like forehead, come on now. Yeah, I mean listen, DDT's done it. Just just rob it. Just run with it. Or like watch any hardcore title match from the Attitude Era. You'll get yeah. ideas. It's fine. Go to Funtime uh, USA. Japan. Funtime USA Japan. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, the next match was the shampoo oh, match. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, one, no. one more thing. They came out to a remix of Tub Thumping. Oh, that's true, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we forgot to mention uh, DJ Prey Dragon and DJ um, Momoni. Yes, I think. Um, oh, Momomi, I think. Momo- oh Momoni. yeah, Momoni. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever. They did a great job. They did. They started with another mix of the roster's theme songs, um, a different one, and not it was good. good. So not as good. And yeah, not as good, but it, it was it was fun. Um, the shampoo match. <laughs> they the entrance used. A sample from Video Killed the Radio Star, and I loved it so much. Like it got me hyped for this match. So yeah, yeah. and I'm glad. Um, this was this was everything the Cosmic Rules match wants to be, in yes. that it was just really funny, and really weird, but without the sexual undertones. And we're here for it, you know. Um, did <laughs> I am so like listen? I'm so stupid because I the entire time I was like. They're ruining the hair. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I kept just being like, the hair is going to be so dry after this. No, like they were leaving the shampoo on for so long. And I kept thinking somebody was going to get shampoo in their eye. And then Lady that C was had like goggles. The finish. Lady C looked like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just... should wear goggles. Um, but yeah, I was just so like, don't get it in your eyes, please. And also please have conditioner backstage or else your hair is going to be dry. Um, but otherwise, it was, it was definitely fun. Um, Daichi looked like he was going to commit crimes when people yeah. started messing with his hair. They started rubbing shampoo on his head. That man had the... What's what's the name of the guy? Is it the John Kubrick? <laughs> yeah, the Kubrick stare. Kubrick stare. It looked like he was pulling that out. He was literally just <laughs> like, I'm going to commit crimes. Like It was so funny. Oh, man. Himeko was trying to get Saya's hair to look like Miyagi's. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you know, Cassandra Andras, uh, not Shooter. We we I had this uh, argument with someone this week that I miss uh, Demon World, uh, Miyagi just because of the fucking hair and like mm-hmm. <laughs> she was trying so hard with the hairspray and everything and like it just wouldn't work and so it was really funny. Um, I thought a lot of this was quite funny. In fact, uh, Saya dumped so much shampoo on Lady C's head at one point 
that like I started getting concerned too because mm-hmm. I was like, this is like, this is wasteful. <laughs> like this is insane. That shit's expensive. I know Leg- that they're sponsored. Legacy, but this Legacy's is hair is ruined forever. Like <laughs> that was. That was it. They were just like, I'm going to yeah. kill you at the roots, you know? Cuckoo, dude, Lady C and Saya gave Hameka a shower, and she was just sitting there, like, thinking about life for a minute. Um, Vibes, It was honestly. wild. Vibes. Yeah, and then Lady C won with the Cobra twist and rubbing the shampoo into Ko- Komomo's eyes. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy finish that if you asked me... Um, Three years ago, if this is this is a finish that would happen in Stardom, I would call you insane. Um, rubbing like, and they were they were weirder back then. Is the crazy thing, but rubbing sponsored shampoo into somebody's eyes in a Cobra twist to make them submit, crazy, innovative, amazing. Um, <laughs> shout out to them, Momokogo. They were so mean because they just followed her with the camera for like four minutes as she like blindly tried to navigate her way backstage. Like she just ran into everything on the way to getting backstage. And I was like, somebody give her a towel. Like, dude, <laughs> this is sad. So yeah, um, uh, good match. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. Definitely. Um, don't give us anything in the backstage promos from this one. Uh, just that Lady Z was like, hey, I got I got a makeover. Oh, she said, th- she said, um, I'm going to become even more beautiful. Jesus Christ. So I imagine C's, that. I imagine. C's look forward to it? Oh, C's I, look forward to it. <laughs> okay, I meant. <laughs> it's probably better in Japanese, but that's okay. really funny. <laughs> okay. No, because instead of please, it's C's. That's, oh my God. She's a great. Well, like, I love Lady C. Give this one I the world title. She's great. Honestly, this is like probably her biggest win ever. Like, even though it's not and it's on showcase, like she won in a match that featured Sai Kamatani and Hameka. Like that's that's bigger than I'm pretty sure that's like her best win ever. Oh, so this is her peak. <laughs> like she she is yeah. it's just downhill from here. Like she's never winning probably. Cinderella, so they're not gonna give her a pretty dress. So this is the only pretty dress they'll ever give her. Yeah. That's she should get a nice dress. Um while they cleaned out the ring, they did a Beat It Industry Baby uh, <laughs> remix mashup that I was popping big for because that sounds like that's so funny. Because, like, you're like, oh yeah, this is Beat It. And then you just hear Lil Nas X, I told you long. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> while they're cleaning out the ring, it was great. I, the music is like half the fun of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that was such a. I, I just laughed my ass off at Beat It X Industry Baby. That's fair. Honestly, it is it is quite the combo. Um, Michael Jackson and Lil Nas X. It's uh, yeah. could not pick more different people, maybe, but um, <laughs> you know, very 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 interesting. Um, the match after that then was the judo jacket match. It was uh, the team of Micah, Hanan, and Mayu, Ting, Marai, uh, Hina, and Utami Hayashishta. Um, Mayu was the only one in like very different gear hers hers looked very different to the rest um it was like a different color um no wait was it i think so did she not have blue and everybody else had different color no uh her team had blue and the other team had white blue blue is a is a very it's a staple of judo like it's it's blue and white uh are the two judogis that you use really um yeah i as everybody knows as i've said before i love judo um, it's probably one of my favorite martial arts. So I loved this match. I thought it was so 
fun and well done. Utami came out not even wearing her fucking gi properly. Like, she was, like, still putting it out while she was coming out. She's like, oh, hey, guys. And she's just, like, like putting her shit out. I was like, dude, like, a little bit of professionalism. Micah's about to murder you. And then Micah did, indeed, murder her. She got two epons immediately. Um, which, Alex, I don't know if you know. Um, I'm going to explain the rules of judo really quick. So, basically, um, if you throw someone onto the ground mm-hmm. and you remain in total control the entire time, um, that's an epon, and that means you win, right? In this case, they did it on points. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, if you got an epon, you got a point. Um, but if you throw someone and it doesn't fully... You know, like if you don't have full control or if it you fall to, if you know, whatever, then it's becomes kind of like a ground game. You get a submission, you win. Right. Uh, or you can get back to your feet and go for the pawn again. Or back in the day, they kind of did like half points and shit like that. There wasn't as much ground game, but there could be. It's, you know, um, I'm not super uh, caught up on the current judo meta. My apologies. But. So yeah, I, I loved that. I loved how they kind of did that. They announced all of their judo ranks before the match, like right. during their introductions. And I thought that was so cool. Um, Micah is obviously the highest rank. Uh, she's a showdown, I believe, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big one. Or maybe that was Utami. I don't know. I remember Micah being the the strongest judoka um, yeah. in terms of ranks. And yeah, and then the match itself was really, really funny as well. I'm gonna let you talk a little bit, but oh, I, I honestly, this is your this is your bag, so go ahead. Okay, um, Mayu flailed around the ring against Mirai, and it was so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> like she was just like, like I don't know what the fuck to do. I ain't done this since I was four, and she's just like freaking out. Um, and then Mayu's like, you know what? Fuck it, TNA kick. And so she just kicks her in the stomach, and everyone's like, yo, this is judo. You can't do that in judo. And she's like, I don't care. Drop kicks her. Um, and from there, it just kind of, like, devolved, and I loved that. Um, Mirai did get an Epon on Mayu, um, but Hina, shouts out real one Hina, she got an Epon on fucking Hanan, which is crazy. Like, that, like, I know that's not crazy, but, like, I was like, damn, she just got, she just fucking made her sister look like her bitch, that's crazy. Like, I was, I was popping for that, I was, I was like, wow, that's insane. Um, it goes, like, three, two for the white team. The white team was uh, Utami, Kina, and Mirai, and the blue team was Hanan, Mayu, and Micah. Let me preface that. Um, Hanan got an STL Epon, which I thought was beautiful. Um, Mayu also got a throw. And then Micah, uh, being the supreme judoka that she is, uh, got the Kata Hajime on Hina. Yes, I say it like that. She got the Kata Hajime on, on Hina for the win after going to 4-4. Um, I think this really just made Micah look dope. Not just, but I think that was like kind of like what I got out of this is that it's like, damn, like <laughs> give recreate the martial arts belt and give it to Micah. Like <laughs> cause she could just throw motherfuckers around. <laughs> like it was easy. Like she had to like pretend like she was not like in total control at all times. Um and obviously, you know, when it when it became kind of like the more like the wrestling stuff and they did more, you know. Of the funny, like, it was really funny when they were just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm doing a suplex. <laughs> and, like, they would be like, that's not, you don't score a point for that. It doesn't count. And they're like, god damn it. And I, I found that very funny. Um, but, yeah, so I think Micah just looked incredible here. She's dope. Um, she went home, had some Hennessy. Shout out to her. Uh, I'm not joking, there's a picture of her holding Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 I've been uh, seeing the, the threads that she was 
incredibly pissed. <laughs> just yeah. out of her mind drunk, because why Love not? Um, Love Micah. I do think you're on something with ba- um, the martial arts belt, because I was thinking they may never pull the trigger on Micah, but making her like a Bat Yoshinaga type would be cool, because you know Bat like never won actual matches. She yeah, she won like one people. match, and it was tagging with bull. <laughs> yeah, but she'd like brutalize people in the the martial arts matches, and that kept yeah. her credible. Like you could. I maybe... mean, Micah's doing kickboxing now. Like yeah. she trains kickboxing now. Oh, I'm not saying that she's like you know she would like win a kickboxing match against any given wrestler necessarily, but like I I do think that I I mean I made the joke to Peps Peps, but I was like. I want Micah to destroy Utami in a real judo match. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see it. I think that would, like... Because, like, okay, Utami's a better wrestler. She's always going to beat Micah. Not literally always, but, like, realistically, Utami over Micah in any big match situation. But Micah having that, like, oh, well, I'm better at judo than you are, bitch. Like, I think that's a great stake to have. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, give her the martial arts belt. Like, re- revive it. Revive it just for Micah. Yes. Uh, she keeps the katajime, you know? She kicks some people, and she get drunk afterwards. You know, oh, I, yeah. I would love that. I would love that. I'm oh, here for it. Mayu stole Utami's black belt. Oh no! Because oh, because Mayu wasn't a black belt, so she just fucking she said shout out Koguma and stole Utami's possessions. Um, and then Micah was gifted a black belt that was um stardom emblemed, right? Oh, and she no. gifted it to Hana, uh, and it was really sweet. It was it was a nice moment. Um, so yeah, I, I loved this match. Like if obviously like I can't like rate this like a five out of five because you know it's but like if I could I would it's that kind of thing where it's like th- this this is like my type of match this is like my type of like gimmick match that I just thought was so beautifully done so entertaining um I was just yelling Epon uh, while I was in the call with, with with the peeps I was just yelling um every time that somebody scored I was I was into it man this is great no no I mean that's what you want really something different. Something entertaining. Yeah, that and too. That, that's that too it is that's like, it's like they really like like because who would have thought a judo match would have fucking worked? You know what I mean? Like a judo match in this can, context, it's like this makes no fucking sense. Who would even come up with this? <laughs> like just like a judo ex pro wrestling where you got to get uh, epons to win. You know, you gotta get you gotta score. Like that sounds so dumb, but this was just incredibly well executed. I loved it. You know, good for them, really. Yes. Yes. Um, with that, though, we're on to our next match. This was uh, the no-holds-bird match between uh, the team of Hazuki and Natsu Samire and the team of Saki Kashima and Natsuko Tora. This went to a no-contest. Because... I almost just yelled, like, primally. Like, just because... <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this, this match was the best and worst of modern Oedo Tai. Because yeah. not only did Natsuko and Saki look cool. They were really good in the match. And then you just get a, a no contest finish because And then the and then the post match was really dumb in my opinion. Um I was not a fan of it. I know some people were, but uh, we'll get into it. Um yeah, Natsuko came out, Natsuko and Saki came out wearing street clothes and I'm just like just give me them all the mm-hmm. time. Like, give me hardcore Oedotai. Like, not even, like, hardcore, but just, like, give me, like, them, like, being, like, badasses. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what they are right now, but they don't feel like this all the time, right? Um, This is, like, like you said, this is kind of, like, the best of Oedotai. It's just that vibe of them just feeling like a 
like a gang, like they were about to fuck some shit up. Um, Hazuki and, and Natsu came out wearing, um, Hazuki was wearing the Oedo tie white and the black lipstick, mm-hmm. and she was holding the sign. It was cool. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. The beer bottles, the breakaway bottles, incredible. Yeah, that should use that all the time in hardcore matches. Not all the time, but like if you're not going to use like actual glass because of obvious reasons, you know, it's too hardcore or whatever. Like these breakaway bottles. It, like they have the same like effect, even if you understand that it's worked, right? Mm-hmm. Like just use them. They they are aesthetically incredible for these sorts of matches. Um, because I mean they're not going to use glass, so just use breakaway <sighs> bottles. It's not. God damn, Molly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I thought this was really really fun until it wasn't, and then it wasn't. Um, kind of get what you mean because I do agree that um. I think I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I didn't love Natsu in it. I thought she was a bit... Um, I think you could see that she's part-time now because she was a bit off the pace at points. Um, and that's fair, you know? Like, part-time wrestler, uh, still getting her legs back under her since her return. It's going to happen like that. Um, but she was she was okay. Um, and then, yeah, everything just kind of grinds to a halt with the no-contest finish because you're like, this is a no-holds-barred match. And you're just gonna call yeah. because the two factions are fighting. Like I don't, I don't know. Like if it was all of a way to tie beating the shit out of two baby faces. I'd get it. But it was stars finally standing up. Like, the shit was gonna, yeah, shit was gonna like calm down. Like in wrestling logic terms, everybody was gonna take everybody out and then was gonna return back to the match. Like that. That's how wrestling works. <laughs> like they, it was really weird. Um, the no contest finish. I also don't know why they did a no contest finish no context no contest finish considering what they did after the match it didn't really it wasn't really necessary um in fact it made everything look dumber um okay so because here's the thing go on i think the post match seems bad but based on dana's translation it's maybe not a, not the worst um, no i i get i i, I mean i read the translation yeah like it, it's not natsu turning and swerving it's just her being like i don't want a teammate fuck this like i'm on my own which is a lot better yeah. than turning on Hazuki. It's just kind of like, well, my old team left me. I don't want to be in a team anymore. I'm going to invade on my own because I'm a different Natsu. So it's not... I hate, I hate the swerve because I think it's it's not necessary anyway, but I don't think it's as bad as I originally thought because reading these translations, it's not that deep from the storyline. They're literally saying... This isn't that deep, so um, I don't know. I feel like yes. I can't get too upset about it, even though I can. I don't like the swerve in general. Um, I can. Okay, I can get okay. upset about it. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sound so just like defeated. Um, <laughs> but but no. Okay, so my my issue, and this is always my issue with a lot of things that have to do with the Oedo tie, is it feels like. I mean, as everybody knows, Oedo tie from like 2017 to 2019. Um, even early 2020 was like my favorite faction of all time, my favorite accumulation of people um, ever in wrestling. So obviously I have a lot of like nostalgia for, you know, the Natsu Hazuki tag team and just, you know, for, for that era. Um, but I've accepted that we're beyond it. You know, like I, I get it, um, but it feels like they haven't, but they are insistent that you should 
Like, I didn't need this match, right? I didn't need Natsu and Hazuki to tag. Natsu could have just came in. At, she could have been a fucking uh, Shinigami. She could have been a Shinigami. I would not have cared. Um, I mean, it would have been cool, in fact. I, I probably would have preferred if she just joined the NSA, honestly, at this point. Um, I think that would have been something interesting. And then it's like, oh, well, she's anti-Oedotai and anti-Hazuki because she's anti-everybody in stardom. Cool. Doesn't matter. Um, but they felt the need to throw a non-finish in a hardcore match, first of all. Very dumb. And then Natsuko's like, you know what? The old the old Oedotai's lame. I don't need you guys anymore anyway. She didn't win the match. If she won the match, that's something you could say. She just sounded lame. Like, that just sounds lame. And it sounds like you are the only person who still cares. You, like, I, I don't know. It just felt like the, like, 17th time that Stardom has been like, okay, we need to remind people that the old Oedotai is dead. And it's like, it's been dead for years, bro. Like this is this was unnecessary. Yeah. Like I, I, I so I was talking to someone. They said, "Oh, well, that's kind of like I guess closure for that era of what times." Like it's really not because like I I didn't need closure from this. If anybody was going to need closure, it was going to be me because I was mm. obsessed with them. Um, and I just watched this and I was like, that just felt so not necessary. Like just have Natsu fucking come in and be a freelancer. Like. I get that you want to have some heat there, but like, I don't, I don't see the, it feels like wrestling has this issue with nostalgia. Oh boy. Where they, I know, where they are (laughs) insistent on rehashing things while also reminding you that the past is dead and the present is the most important thing, right? They do the same thing. They do those two things at the same time. So they want to get the Oto Waitotai fans with this match, but they want to swerve them and be like, the past is dead, fuck you, ha ha ha. And it's like, you don't need to do that. Just have Natsu come back and do her own thing. It just felt very unnecessary. The no contest made it feel way more unnecessary. I get the point. I get that Natsu is pretty much just like, we, we different people now, homie. Leave me alone. Like, I get that, whatever. But I just thought the entire execution was pretty dumb, and it felt like the millionth time where they were like, remember that wrestling that you liked? Fuck you, it's dead. We're gonna pretend like it's not dead for ten seconds, then you're gonna get a fuck finish, and then it's gonna be dead. And I was like, you could've just left it dead, bro. You didn't have to do all that. Um, Alright. So yeah. Okay. Um, I do feel like Stardom particularly has an issue whenever they try and reference the past as well. Um, yes. Ever since the the, the re- return from COVID, essentially, they've been very bad. Like, the whole TCS thing was so odd. Um, Ninai and Yoshiko coming back and kind of... They tried to be like, hey, this is like an old pairing coming back, but then they didn't do much. Um, and yeah, sometimes when they do, you know, the whole NSA thing where, like, you has no ties to stardom... And Yuna Manasse was here for a cup of coffee and hasn't been affiliated in years. And, you know, Alpha Female was nothing more than the footnote. And they were like, oh, yeah, but like, we're old stardom. We're the good start. There's no commitment. Yeah, There's just no commitment yeah, it's, to anything. It's, like, it's, if you are going to commit to only new people, then where, why the fuck is Nanai here? I, I like yeah. Nanai. Nanai's been having a great run. Why is she here? If you're going to be like, no, the past is dead, don't acknowledge it if you're gonna be like that then don't acknowledge it 
But if you're gonna bring, like, do it tastefully, do it smart, make it interesting. Like, don't just be like back and forth with it. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. It's all right. Yeah. No, I don't know. Stardom definitely has an issue when they try and work in the past and mix it with what's happening now. Um, I think that's reared its head a few times because I don't know. They just they want their cake and they want to eat it too. You know, uh, they want both. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what this was here because you didn't need Hazuki and Natsu teaming. I can see why they maybe wanted to to like give people this team once one one more time, and then do the turn. But I feel like you could have just. I don't think too. it warranted it even. Probably not. Um, but yeah, I I feel like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too with this one. They wanted. I will say. <laughs> Natsu's next show being called Not Not Forever and like being a counter to Year End Climax is crazy. Very true. Um, yeah, just just <laughs> kind of speaking on the the specifics. Um, again, thanks to Dana for these translations. Um, Natsuko is kind of like, listen, Natsu, you've been living in your memories. Oedo Tai is different now. We've all moved on. You have to as well. You're not Oedo Tai anymore. Natsu was kind of like the current Oedo Tai. All you've done is get a bunch of brats together. I don't want to be in this Oedo Tai. And then Hazuki was like, hey, listen, uh, it's a good thing you're back in stardom. We're not in Oedo Tai anymore. Like, we, we we gave it our all, but it's it's time to move on. And Natsu was like, the fuck do you mean? <laughs> she's like, I don't care about Oedo Tai. What? Um, and she's like, listen, Hazuki, this isn't a problem with you. I don't have a grudge with you, but I'm tired of living in the past. It's been two years since I was a part of Stardom, and I'm not that Natsu Samire anymore. And I'm, I've learned my lesson. I am the present. I am by myself, and I'm a freelancer, and I'm going to make it to the top of Stardom. And uh, backstage, Hazuki was like, I'm going to crush Natsu. So um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. People thought Natsu was going to bring nomads and stuff on first glance, but this looks like she doesn't want teams specifically. Her whole thing is I don't want the team. So um, I think at most... That's concerning. I, I feel like <laughs> she's always been the best as a part of a tag team. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going to have her in tag matches because they're not they're going to burn anything off that quickly. Um, I would say, if anything, we'll get Marika Kabashi. Um, she showed back up in PPP Tokyo, and that's mainly where Natsu works now. And she's also okay. been booked on Natsu's produce show. So there seems to be some kind of link with Natsu... And Marika, so I could see maybe her showing up to team with Natsu to take on Hazuki and somebody in a, in a, a future showcase show or something like that. So um, I think people expecting Yuki Takase or whatever to show up or maybe be disappointed by that post-match promo. Um, and if anything, it seems like Natsu might just bring one friend to team with her or something. So um, I'd probably guess that Marika over somebody really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said, I I didn't like the way that they did this personally, mm-hmm. and I I tweeted about this briefly. It feels like stardom and just wrestling as a whole is like, and I know you don't watch Star Wars, but it feels like the Star Wars sequels, um, in that like they can't decide if they want to be like faithful to the past or if they want to just completely kill it. Um, and the difference is that in Star Wars it was because there were like there were two different directors who had completely polar opposite ideas for what to do and in wrestling and stardom cuz wrestling is stupid <laughs> and it hates it hates its fans <laughs> it, it refuses to be like 
sensible or and i'm not even calling this specifically not sensible but refuses to just like be like commit to a belief at all um it's it's always looking for the next brother kyoko in a way still being on top of a company in 2022 exactly so i don't know about that well see but that's the crazy thing that's what i mean is that's like it's so it's so one or the other where it's like either we beat these wrestlers into the ground to the point where like wrestlers from the 80s are still i mean fucking jeff jarrett and sting were a headlining act on a fucking pay-per-view a couple weeks ago i love them both i was happy to see them both on the head honestly i was way more excited to see them than their tag team partners but like just commit you know what i mean just like just be like be about it or don't be about it like <laughs> but i don't know i don't know you know how i am i'm just me i do um Anyway, the next match on the show then was a hardcore six-woman tag. This was Hiragi Kurumi, Suzu Suzuki, and Risa Sara of prominence beating Unagi Sayaka, Natsupoi, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Um, Suzu pinned Unagi in 15 minutes with the German suplex. Um, I loved the presentation of this. I thought the DJ Pretty Dragon song was fantastic for this kind of match and for prominence. And I thought uh, Cosmic Angels coming out with like really different gear uh, was was a, a really fitting way of kind of uh, getting across the fact that this is a very different match, right? Because that's one of the bare essentials pro wrestlers do is when you're in a hardcore match, you wear different gear. You put across that this is different, right? Like when Shawn Michaels came back that one time, he was wearing the jeans and the boots in the street fight with Triple H or something. Like you don't wear your yeah, normal no, gear, yeah. you wear fight gear. And uh, Tai definitely came ready to fight. Or not Tai, sorry. It's fight night. <laughs> Cosmic Angels came ready to fight. <laughs> and uh, I thought this was a good match. I don't know about you. You see, you, you love these kind of matches. So I imagine you enjoyed yeah. it. But I thought it was really creative. Um, you know, Kozen having their own weapons to counteract uh, Prominence was really fun. And uh, Prominence was just ready to kill them at any chance they got. And that was great. So... Um, yeah, I thought this was a really, really fun match um, and a really good reintroduction for Unagi, who just keeps getting better and better. And she got beat. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's so that's, that's what she does. She's great at that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I dug it. I dug the aesthetic and everything. I thought that the paint at a certain point, I was like, oh, brother. Like, they, 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 they're, doing, they're doing bits instead of, like, you know, uh, hardcore but at the same time like they obviously got hardcore you know what i mean like it, it, that that was my initial reaction was i was like oh okay so they're painting their faces with paint rollers that's mm-hmm. what this is um and then like as the match went on like tam got her shit rocked a lot um she got hit with a crash and burn air raid crash through a table yep. which is absurd like that was great um she also got whipped with the kendo stick really bad. So, you know, I, I honestly, after a while, I was like, okay, this is dope. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was, I, I was so excited that not to play at the whiskey. Yes. That was yeah, that, that like was when great. she came out with the whiskey, I was like, I was giddy. I was jumping up and down. I was so happy. Um, but yeah, I thought this was like an overall pretty fun match. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I'd say this and the, and the judo match, probably my favorite. Um, the favorites of the show, personally. Because, um, yeah, I, I thought it was really fun. The superplex off the ladder um, to Unagi is fucked. Uh, she's got... She, Unagi just got beat yes. bad by the end. Like, really bad. Yes. We'd love to see it. 
yeah. Um, I'll see shouts out prominence. I, I'm, I, I mean, I always say this, but I love prominence. I think prominence does great work in stardom. Um, and I hope that they, I'm happy that they're challenging, even though I would have heard a certain other match for Suzuki. Um, I, I am, I'm happy that they're challenging for the belts at Rigoku. Oh yeah. Like, um, Mariah is definitely challenging Saya now, right? Like there's nobody else left. Uh, she beat her in the, yeah, probably. Yeah, like, Cause that's the thing is that's like, it's like uh, <laughs> me and Scott were holding out hope that we were like, okay. Like, and Scott loves Mirai, but we were like, okay, Suzu, Hazuki, and Mayu. Those are the three that we want mm-hmm. to challenge Saya. Uh, Suzu's busy. Um, and Mayu and Hazuki didn't beat her in the five stars. So they have no real challenge, yeah. right? They, ha- they have no real, um, reason to challenge, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... We're kind of left with Mariah. <laughs> um, she's gonna win, yeah. And I don't like that. Like, I she could. I would be so happy with her winning two months from now. But like, can we not do this thing where they're gonna do all it. the titles change every year? They go and do it. People love new things. That is how you cap off. No, I'm big cool shows. with new things. It's, it's really how it goes. Not necessary. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it is when you do long reigns, but I don't know. Um. Anyway, after the match, uh, Prominence did challenge for the Artists of Stardom titles. Um, Starlight Kid actually was like, um, wouldn't it be a good idea to do as a hardcore match? So the idea has been floated that they're going to do it as a hardcore match. Uh, Prominence didn't really say anything specific. They were like, look, we don't care. A hardcore match is interesting, but Stardom can pick the rules. We're good at everything. I will simply kill you. That was pretty much (laughs) it. Um, So... I kind of don't want that to be a hardcore match. I'm not going to lie. I feel like those six having just a, a badass tag would be way better than if they had a hardcore match. I won't lie to you. Um, I don't know. It's like those two teams could be very, very great. I mean, so much I've been there. Surprise, surprise. I've been way lower on the artist reign for Oedotai than most. Um, I think either would be pretty fun. Like, I think that they could... Uh, I, I I get what you're trying to say because I feel like a hardcore match you kind of know what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I guess in this but sense, also, um, I don't think any of the Oedo Tai Trio would be very good in that setting in a in a three on three match either. So that's probably a bit of an issue. Has um, has Momo done a hardcore? I mean, she did the match with Sherry, which wasn't hardcore, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm gonna be real. All right. Um. um you, well, well, <laughs> I just hope Prominence wins. I know they yes. won't, but I hope they do. Yeah, Suzu did threaten to make Kid cry, so you might enjoy that. Um, Take her mask, bro. Oh, yeah. Imagine if Suzu and Julia were the only ones to fuck with Kid's mask, mask after Hana. Wouldn't that be dope? Why not? If that was like a if that was a Julia-Suzu thing. That'd be fun. Obviously, it was originally a, a, a Hana thing, but I, I think that would be cool. If Suzu was like, you know what? She's got a good idea. I'm going to fuck with you. <laughs> Suzu and Kid is going to be some rivalry, huh? Um, I mean, they, they had a good match they did, together. They did, and this will be another one. Um, now, the main event of the show was the Neo Stardom Army versus Donna Del Mondo. Uh, the Neo Stardom Army won when they put all of DDM and Rossi into a coffin, which then proceeded to explode in the same way that uh, the AW ring exploded at full gear that one time. Um, so... <laughs> That was that. Uh, I saw a lot of people very down on this match, but I thought it was fine. Like, I, yeah, I don't know why I people no hated it. it. Like, people were just like, 
man, these NSA matches keep stinking it up. But I was like, oh, God. Because I forgot to watch this fact, until Monday. This... Like, I just forgot that it was a thing <laughs> until Monday. So I was very far removed from the rest of the show when I watched it, which is maybe why. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't, I didn't really understand why people thought it was that bad because I, I, I thought it was fun. I thought all the thing, like, I thought they did everything right. Yeah. yeah I mean, it wasn't great, but I thought they, they didn't do anything, like, wrong. You know, like, I think the Grim Reaper, or the uh, Shinigami, rather, I think that whole thing was great. Yeah. It was really well done, because I think they realized that it's like, oh, when you reveal it at the beginning of the match, it, like, deflates, yes. right? Even if the match ends up being good. Like, I think that coffin match with you and Kid and Saya was a pretty decent match. It was pretty fun, but it definitely deflated, because it's like, oh, we saw what we wanted to see, and it was who's the new reveal, right? Um, so I think leaving that, and like having having it be revealed that there was another mask underneath the top mask was great and then they just had a match and it was good like it was a good match um also the decoy coffin was really funny Mm -hmm. because like you accidentally like kicked it and it just broke (laughs) like that's great um and then they're like no the real coffin's over there and then they go over i was like why did you have a okay um and I, yeah, I found that really funny. I thought this was like a really funny match. Um, right. Like it wasn't even supposed to be. It was supposed to be like, it feels like a bad horror movie, right? Everything about this mm-hmm. feels like a bad horror movie that like you enjoy because it's just hilariously bad. But it wasn't even bad. Like it wasn't a bad match itself. It was perfectly fine. Yeah, like that was, yeah. that was it. Like it was, um, it was an okay match. Um I, I, they, it definitely is still a culture shock to go from some of the more fun stuff, hardcore stuff, to a normal match. Um, so I do get that, and I do think taking away from the finish to have people walking up to a coffin is obviously less interesting. Um, so there was a cap on how good this was going to be, but I mean, even then, I didn't think it was the worst thing ever. So yeah, I, I mean, it was a it was a well worked match. That that was really it. I do think. Yeah, Julia was there yeah um i do think not revealing the shinigami was a bit annoying because that's part of the appeal of these shows and i forgot to mention it but yeah. uh donald Armando looked it's great. my sakurai oh. fits really <laughs> i know we were talking about no, i did I, I just forgot that i thought my sakurai with the gi joe style gear was really good um and i think those yeah. three those three should have been their own faction i'm gonna say this but julia my and i think i think it would have been way worse i'm gonna be honest i don't know i feel like if if the option was them or God's Eye, I think I would take them. Is a DDM with I think... Siri and the other serious people would be fun, and then you know this like breakaway Julia group of cool people. I think that would be really fun because they have more of an I, identity. I don't think it would have. I don't think. I mean, they have more of an identity, but I don't think they would have survived, uh, especially early on. Uh, um, they, I, I, feel like... I think having my Sakurai be a pillar well... is harder than having Amisori. No, people. no, it's not like that. But I mean, you could have had a big two. Like, they treated Tekla with a lot of respect early on. I feel like you could make her and Julia into a, a strong big two. Um, and it would have been fine. I, 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 originally, I was like, yeah, that that's where I wanted to go, because I thought Shuri and Micah um, was a cool... Honestly, I want my Himipoi to stay together, but obviously yeah. that didn't happen. Because um, <laughs> here we are. But... Uh, now, now Natsupoy's drinking whiskey and uh, Micah's drinking Hennessy to forget her problems. Um, but I, I get wh- I get where you're coming from, but I think that, like, in hindsight, God's Eye was the way to go. Um, I don't know. 
especially especially with the introduction of Inaba, I think I am way higher on God's Eye as like a like I I no longer make the God's Eye and DDM are the same faction joke after Inaba because they feel different now. And I know Inaba isn't the sole reason, but like I, I can like separate them very easily, and I don't see that identity issue anymore. Um, that obviously the Julia um, tangent wouldn't have had the identity issue because they're very clearly who they are. Um, but I think they would have had just like the in-ring issue and Julia wouldn't be able to take a day off ever because um, she would kind of have to like care about most of the she matches. She doesn't anyway. She's, she's cracked out of her mind. She's like, she, she doesn't anyway. Uh, I don't know. I, well, no, but like when, when she's in there with Micah and Himeka, she could just like kind of go in for three minutes and that's it. Um, and she gets a day off for a tour. But when she's in there with, with my soccer and Tekla, she has to like pull all of her weight. Cause she, you know, I mean, like that's more what I'm saying. Um, and that's no disrespect to Tekla. Um, it's only slightly disrespectful to my Sakurai. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think I, I get what you, what you mean by like the identity thing. And there is definitely like a split between Micah Hameka and these three, um, that, you know, Micah Hameka could go anywhere if they wanted yeah. to, like if they wanted to fucking jump ship, I don't think it would, would it be an issue, but I I just think that we're probably in the best timeline for everybody's overall success, right. um, both on big shows and on small shows. Okay, um, fair enough. But yeah, the the Shinigami, the Shinigami was uh, Aoi. Um, so and honestly, yeah, credit to Aoi because like th- yeah, they were Tasso working a completely different style than you usually see from Aoi, but I thought they mm-hmm. pulled it off really well. With you know the no selling and kind of meant to be. A stronger wrestler um so i thought it was done pretty well so um I, yeah I, I i could not tell it was owie until like after the match yeah yeah the ex- the, the movements the, were very exaggerated after that made it, yeah and made then it and then somebody was like oh look at the boots mm. they're owies yeah and then i looked at them as as she was walking away i was like oh shit and i haven't watched it back so maybe if i watched it back and i knew it was owie i'd be like oh okay i could see but no i like throughout the entire match i had no idea that it was fucking owie yeah. Um, I'm I'm interested in job whether Aoi is a reveal or if it's a placeholder because um, I think Aoi has reason to join in the NSA, given that Stardom technically took Inaba away. Like Aoi Tomo used to be the main thing, whereas now Tichio's thing. Yeah, whereas yeah. now Aoi teams with Unagi and kind of Inaba's kind of feels a bit separate. Um, so I feel like Aoi has reason to feud with Stardom. But I don't know. Maybe they want somebody else for the role. But at the same time, she's teaming with Unagi for right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but Unagi is kind so, of an anti-stardom thing at the moment, given she's doing the Gan period. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it might, it's probably it probably is Unagi else. and Aoi join <laughs> NSA. Oh maybe maybe they just have her be the Shinigami. Yeah, like maybe that's just her gimmick. Possibly. Like because she wrestled well in the in the mask. Like it was like I, I don't. I don't know if you need her to be revealed, mm. honestly. Well, I like, like reveals. they haven't really done that. I love reveals as well, but I, I think it could be an interesting thing to have a nameless Shinigami who is good at the wrestling. Um, and yeah, we all know it's Aoi, know. but like we all know that Nokia is Akino. You know what I mean? Like, it, t- <laughs> like, uh, no, it, 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 I feel like that would feel a little too, bit too much. Like, I can't, I can't remember which. Phase of it, there was a point where Dump 
had like dynamite jack or something like that oh instead, yeah, yeah and yeah. it was really bad um, i would have rather they just i remember who you're talking crane about. you it was crane you just re re-gimmicked right and i would have rather they just been like this is crane you instead of faceless dynamite jack and stuff like that so i feel like i yeah they had a few of those yeah there was a brief period where they were like no all of all of the underlings are gone and it's like well they're the same people um <laughs> but yeah i feel like it would feel a little bit too much like that and i never liked that era of dump and her teammates was it dump or was it bull because i feel like it was after dump no it was dump it was it was, it was dump. late dump. okay all right it was late yeah dump. um because yeah i i know like ajw did it and they did it again with his apps and it was pretty shit with his apps. i was about to i was about to say i was about to say why why don't you want howie to be like the zaps come on now yeah. that's so cool so, um, <laughs> i i'm not a, i'm not on board with the the nameless uh lackey vibe because it's never really in something but i, I don't think that she even is presented as a lackey necessarily i think she's I just know. i think I think it could just be like a character, you know. I mean, it like, never works help. though, because I mean, Sue Young tried it with her rides for a while, and it was kind of shit. So I don't know. I feel like it's something that's never worked. I, I get you. And uh, they'd be better just revealing who it is. Well, I mean, what do you define as worked? Because I don't In know good. how <laughs> how much any of this is going to. Well, I, I think the first match was good, and that's better than most. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I I get what you're saying, but considering that showcase is once every three months. Um, I am not against fucking, you know, them playing it up as Aoi having the Shinigami mask for one or two more and then revealing her, you know, like having her just wrestle as the Shinigami. Mm. Um, I think, I think I get like long-term it's like, you don't want Aoi's entire contribution <laughs> to stardom to be, uh, this like nameless faceless gimmick. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, they, they could run it until, you know, like spring or something, considering they don't do showcase that much. You know, she'll still be on New Blood, I'm sure, doing Owie, you know. Uh, even though she hasn't been on New Blood lately. She hasn't been booked on them. Is she booked on the next uh, one? I don't yeah, know. I was actually thinking that the other day. They haven't really announced much for it. And it's on the 16th. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure a week or two from now, they'll get Yeah, to. I'd say so. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess that's that. Um that show we do have another show to review so we should probably get on to that um yep. it was uh on the 27th of november this is the tag league battle in uh fuji san mess uh they had 533 fans here it's a pretty solid number given that i'm pretty sure tokyo joshi pro ran a cork in that day and only did about 100 more so pretty solid that's not a shot at tokyo joshi pro by the way that that show was great <laughs> that show was fantastic i loved it I heard it was, it was really good. Arisu Endo and Mizuki, peachy stuff. Um, I still need to watch that. I, I heard it was really good. That yeah, was like a high speed title match, but like good era high speed title, you know. What do you mean by that? Um, like not when Natsupoi or Kid had it, where they were just doing normal okay. matches, okay. but like. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to start a fight. I was like, <laughs> but no, I, I get what yeah. you, I get what yeah. you're saying. So yeah, it was. It was no, fun. that sounds really fun. But, yeah, this did like a hundred less than that cork, and so I mean that's a solid outing for a tag league show. Um, and Fuji. Yes. So uh, that was. It's just a comparison, you know, not to not to drag TJPW. Anyway. Uh, no shots. No shots. No. No. Um, the opening match, anyway, was Micah and Himeka beating Roka and Rina, I believe, in a tag match. Uh, mm-hmm. Micah got the win, 
And um with the kata hajime. Sorry. Please stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't like it. I love I that move. Like dude, I was so dude, but I remember she used like she beat like Momo with it in like her third yeah. singles match in stardom. Um and I loved it. I was like, yo, I wanna see her use the kata hajime all the time. And she stopped using it for a long while and now she brought it back and I was like, yo, we get out here, let's go. Taz mission. I'm so excited. She does better than Hook, I'll say it. Wow. Does Hook even count anymore? When did he last like do anything? He wrestled Lee Moriarty like two oh, weeks God, ago. Really? And yeah, nobody knew. They stick him on rampage <laughs> was, all the time. <laughs> it was it was it was the it was the um heat match for the Junakiyama Eddie Kingston tag. Oh, it was like right. the one right, right, like before it that went in like six minutes, and it was just like for everybody to be like, "Okay, guys, we have one more match for the match you actually care about. Go figure your shit out." You know, like it was, it was that match. Um, which is a shame because I really like both. Did of somebody them, save Lee Moriarty, <laughs> please, 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 just, dude, get him in a Shinigami mask. He can come over. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah, we need intergender stardom. Leo Rush can wrestle Koguma, and uh, Lee Dude, Moriarty can wrestle Mike or something. It's fine. We'll get him. We'll get them in masks. We'll figure it out. Lee Moriarty Mike sounds like a crazy good match. That's mm. the thing. That sounds so fun, actually. Yeah, listen, Lee. Lee's good. We we like Lee. That could actually be a masterpiece. That's but yeah, true. shout yeah. out to Lee. Just get just get the Joshi dudes over. That that'd be funny. Just you know, let them. Yeah. And take bumps. Get filthy over here, you know. Listen, sure Leo, thought... Leo Rush is the same size as half yeah. these people. I don't know if Leo Rush is a Joshi no, fan, but I think he would. He'd probably have fun working with Koguma. He would fit. Like, I, you, you could yeah. just, you could tell this dude would be like, hell yeah, let's do it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Phil, again, Stardom podcast, but Leo Rush is like the only motherfucker care. Like he's carrying. Because yeah, I, right I saw now. he is going insane. I saw a clip of him, and I was literally just like, "Why isn't this dude in the high speed division? Get him over here. <laughs> he's too good for that company. <laughs> no, Let's go. Get 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 Leo Rush over here, man. We need Leo in the high speed GP or something. Um, we'll trade kid. We'll trade kid for Leo, please. Yes. I, I said it. I don't care. Trade Leo. Trade Leo for kid, please. <laughs> uh, anyway, this this was a cool match. This uh. Mahime versus Oeda Tai Children. It was. It's one of those yeah. openers where you are like, "This is good, right?" Like you have to pause yeah. and go, "Oh wow, this is good." Like that's how that's how good. No, it was. I felt the same way. Yeah. I felt the same way. I was like, "Damn, everybody had a good performance." You know, I mean, obviously, obviously it wasn't like the most remarkable match ever, but it was just a good performance by everybody involved. Um, it was pretty fun, and yeah, Michael won with the Katajume, um, which was dope. I got. I gotta uh, say, I am. Oh, sorry. Go uh, I gotta say, this show felt. Like there was a lot of energy in it, even though they were in the middle of nowhere in Fuji. Like it felt like they were all trying. And I don't know if it's because Showcase was on, and they were kind of on a bit of a buzz, or because they they knew there's a TJPW car and a Karkin on the same day, and we're kind of like we got to do our best here. But it felt like everybody was really giving it their all on this show. Like every match had a lot of energy to it. Yeah, every match that I, I watched had energy mm. to it for sure. Which is sometimes the issue with these house shows where people just aren't arsed, but like this one, I really felt like everybody was into it. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Like not expecting everybody to go off. I thought, like I said, a lot of the a lot of the stuff I watched, I was like, oh yeah, this like was good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, you kind of had to recognize it. Definitely. Um, Now the next match was an eight woman tag match. This was Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Saki Kashima, and Natsuko Tora beating Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, and Saya Ida. Uh, Tora pinned Hanan with a swanton bomb in under 10 minutes. 
um, this was the cute one because there was a kid and uh, I think his dad were, were like dressed. A whole family. Yeah, was they they were dressed as like. In a way to take Yeah, it. like the kid looked like Natsuko Tora, had the face paint, had the hair yeah. dyed or maybe sprayed instead of dyed. It was, yeah, um, yeah. and it was really cute. And a way to tie, I noticed them, and I feel like two or three of them were like laughing because they were like, "Holy shit!" Um, and Natsuko yeah. went over and took photos with them and stuff like that, and it was really cute. Uh, it's, it's just really nice. Um, she also, everybody was walking to the back, and she like got out after the match. Uh, everybody was walking to the back, and she got out of the ring, and she just went up to him and just squatted down to him and pat him on the head mm-hmm. and just walked. That was away. nice. And I was like, "That's so sweet." And um, I remember stars kept looking Shout at them Natsuko. during their entrance. They were like, "Oh my god." It's the way to tie yes. us. <laughs> that was really nice as well. Um, so that that was cute, and um, yeah, the match was the match was cool. Um, it was a lot of Natsuko and Hanan down the stretch. So if that sounds like something you'd enjoy, probably give this a watch because honestly, um, Natsuko and Hanan is not a bad uh, pairing. No, definitely honestly. not. No, they've been at, like they they. I don't think they're in the same class, but they trained together. Obviously, Hanan was mm. twelve, but. They have history, and they usually have good showings. I didn't watch this match all the way through. I kind of skimmed it. Um, but they usually have good showings against each other. So I wouldn't I wouldn't write it off if I were you. I just didn't have time. That's fair, person. yes. Um, the match after that then was a Blue Goddess t- block match. It was Amisore and Mirai beating Miyu Amasaki and Azumi. Uh, Mirai pinned... I feel like she pinned Azumi, did she? Oh, I didn't. No, you know what? <laughs> My Stardom World stopped working before this match finished, so up. I never finished it. So, um, I th- I think yeah. I was only a minute or two away from the end, but I didn't want to refind where I was. But like Stardom World just shut down for the night while I was watching it, and I just kind of forgot until now that I never finished it. So um, I assume Mariah pinned Miu because they were doing the finishing stretch. Um, yes. Yeah, she pinned her with the Miramari shock, and I thought this was a solid match. Uh, up until the point where Stardom World was like, lol, no. So, um, yeah, that was that. was that. Yeah, I thought it was, it was fun enough. Major development, Miu winks during her entrance now wow. when she hits her pose. Holy shit. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. She actually has changed something. <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought that like she got to kind of showcase her stuff a bit better, um, showcase her selling a bit better. Uh, she got her knee bar in, which I remember like early on. I was like, that's like the best thing she does, and then she just stopped doing it. Um, <laughs> but she got she got Mariah in her knee, knee bar, and Mariah sold it pretty well. Um, she got to the ropes, but you know that was fun. And yeah, I thought it was like one of the better O2 lines matches, mm. I guess. Um, it was it was just you know her selling was on. I think that's the thing with these matches that it's like if Miu's selling is good, and whoever she's wrestling against is laying her shit in, uh, it'll usually be all right yeah. to good. Um, if Miyu is off on her selling, or if the person she's wrestling doesn't really have great offense, um, then it's usually pretty meh. And Mirai beats the shit out of motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so and Miyu was selling well, so that was fun. Azumi and Ami also did fun stuff because Azumi's like, "I could chop you harder," and she chopped her, and she's like, "My fucking hand, bro." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Ami's like, "Damn, that's crazy." <laughs> and then she starts beating her up. And I was like, "That's dope. I love that." Um, yeah, it was fun. There was, I didn't, I didn't find it being as bad as some of the O2 line matches. Had yes, I think it helped that uh, Ami and Mariah had an impromptu chop off where they were trying to chop Miu harder than the other one. I thought that was very fun. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was that was the match that. Uh, it was funny because 
sorry. Uh, it's funny because during this match, I was like, "Damn, Ami would have a really a, a banger against Ida because she just chops really well." Didn't they wrestle? And then I looked back at my yes, I looked <laughs> yeah. back at my five star spreadsheet, and I was like, "Oh, that was Ami's best match in the tournament. Who would have mm-hmm. thought?" <laughs> like in my opinion, yeah. at least, you know, like I was like, "That that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense." Yeah, pretty much. Um, the match after that was uh, Natsupoi and Tam uh, beating My Sakurai and Lady C. Uh, Tampin my Sakurai with the Tiger Suplex. Um, I thought this was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, my and Lady C didn't. They they've kind of stopped doing the fumbling. Uh, what do you call it? Odd couple tag team like. Yeah. yeah odd couple. Uh, they've stopped kind of doing that fumbling odd couple tag team thing, and they're just trying to win now, and it's 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 kind of good. Um, and obviously Meltier are pretty cool, so I I enjoyed this. Uh, Meltier doing the full entrance is in the middle of nowhere is still the funniest shit to me. Like they're they're doing it. It's so dramatic. Yeah, like they're they're doing the <laughs> they're lip syncing, they're doing the dance, they're doing the routine. All the while they're just in a warehouse in Fuji. Like it is so Yeah, I want crap. them to like wrestle on like a farm and do you know, that. You know what I mean? Like just like somewhere yeah. like just We crazy. need them in the basement monster. Go to the Sendai the farm. The basement monster. Or yeah. Shin Shinkiba first ring. <laughs> just 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 for Please. the optics of them trying to dance in such a small space. <laughs> I need it. Uh, but yeah, the song is great though. I keep, every time I hear it I like it more and more. Um so it's a good it's it, a it great is. song. Uh, somebody has clipped their performance um from the Bushiro thing. So now you can just watch just their performance and it's great. Um so mm. the world needs that. Um but yeah, this this was a fun match. Um, I don't know if you watched it. You don't. I don't think you did. I didn't. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, the next match then was a Red Goddess block match. It was Tomoki Inaba and Siri beating Saya Kamatani and Utami Hayashishta. Uh, Siri pinned or Siri beat Saya with the White Tiger submission. Um, the Biako. Yeah. Uh, so Karate Brave. That was wild. I was like, damn, she just tapped out. She just tapped yeah. her out, like, just straight up. Like, just... I thought it was going to a... Because I, I didn't know the, the finishes. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, I thought event. it was going to a draw. Um, yeah. I thought it was going to a draw 100%. And I was like, this is dope. This is a good high-end tag team. And then, like, high-end tag team match. And then Saya just lost. Mm. And I was like, damn. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Karate Brave doing the demo in the middle of nowhere is also cracked. It is just as cracked as Meltier. Like... You're in a you're in the yeah. middle of nowhere in Fuji, and you're here doing poses and and thrusts like that is so amazing. Um, you know, I I said this a few weeks ago that I was like I love the Karate Brave thing still. Um, I hope they always do it for every match. And you're like, eh, I, I skipped it. I was like, how dare you? And then yesterday you were like, I love this. I was like, exactly. Well, you I don't get love it. it. I just think thank it's you. Like I just think it's so shut up insane <laughs> that it's like entertaining. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. Um, funny story about this match, right? Siri and Utami mm. started it off, okay? And my yes. brain went to fuzz until Tomoki yeah. Inaba and Saya tagged in. I literally yeah, mine too. took in nothing from Utami and Saya. And as <laughs> soon as Inaba and Saya, as soon as Inaba and Saya tagged in, I was back. Like, my brain. No, went, you want to know what happened? Uh, I, I, same exact thing. I wrote the, my notes as as ex- exactly as I wrote. Uda and Shuri, because I, I call Tommy mm-hmm. Uda sometimes. Uda and Shuri start with the graps. 
and then hand the reins over to Sayanina. And then I start to, like talking about the actual match. I was like, they did the graps, and then they didn't, and then the match yes. started. <laughs> That's so strange. I literally just, I went to fuzz. Like, I took in none of it. I think I think that's one thing. I love them together, but they do not need to do exhibition ever again. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they, they never need a feeling out process ever again, period. Even in tag matches, I just don't need it. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody needs it. They're great together, don't get me wrong, but it's just not necessary anymore. Very true. Um, the, the match that I did see, anyway, the 90% of it that I did, uh, I was awake for, um, was pretty good. Uh, they worked over Inaba for a bit, yeah. then things came back. Uh, Siri and Inaba, their strength is kicks and stuff, and they didn't throw a lot of those. So, you know, they were all holding back quite a bit, but I thought it was a pretty solid match for kind of what these two teams can do. Um, but there's obviously a better match in them. Yeah, I mean, I I, <laughs> I was like, damn, I want I want Inaba to challenge. Yes. That that was my opinion. Um, but no, I I. I did really like this match. I thought it was really high, high end. Um, I'm, I, my, I just lost my train of thought. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought this was, I thought this was similar. I thought, I, I'm just, I'm just going back to reading my notes because, like, sometimes, like, I have my notes in case this happens, and then I just like stopped being able to read for like five mm-hmm. seconds. I was like, what just, fa- what just happened? Um, no, I thought this was like similar to the Karate Brave Black Desire match, where it just felt like a high-end tag team match. You know what I mean? Like, it, it didn't feel like, okay, they're going to wrestle and then somebody's going to win because it's a tournament and they do this every fucking day. It felt like they were, like, going at it. They definitely had a better match in them. I, I wouldn't say this was, like, the same, like as good as that Black Desire match, in my opinion. Um, but I saw Aphrodite, like, trying and, like, re- like giving it a tag team effort, and I, I missed that from them. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate it. Interesting. I didn't think they were, um, I didn't think really either team went full in, but, you know, I can, uh, I can respect it. Um, there was another match on that show. Where's it gone? Oh, shit. Where did it go? Hello? <laughs> oh, no. Had... The next match? Yeah, I mean, I had it. it uh, it's... it's Mafia yeah. Bella and where, where is it? Where did it go? Hello? Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> we are just, we're just fumbling. The Red at Goddess this point. Block match. It was Momokogo and Mayu Utani beating Tekla and Julia in 11 and a half minutes when Mayu pinned Tekla with a moonsault. Um, Mayu and Momo were probably the only team that are going at it for every Tag League match, and Mafia Bella are really good. Um, my biggest takeaway from this match, though, is Mayu Utani is just in her bag lately. <laughs> Like, I don't know yeah. what she's up to. Like there was a there was a move she did here where it looked like she was going for the um God, what you call it? Yeah, where she's on their back and she like flips them over. Stunt rise stretch. Wait, no. Oh, the crucifix. The crucifix. It looked like she was going for that, but she turned it into a roll up, like a jackknife pin. Oh yeah. yeah and I yeah. was like, this woman <laughs> is just doing shit, and it's great. And I, I was just like, she's the best wrestler. In this company, how did they not give her that IWGP belt? She would be, oh my god! Like, dude, she's so great. Mayu and Tekla is also a great pairing. Yes, yes. Like, oh I don't god. know, I don't remember how you felt about it, but that SWA match from earlier this year, underrated banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they they were going at it. Like, they really have great chemistry together. Um, so we saw that here. That was really fun. Um, no, I, I totally agree. I think Mayu really is just like that girl. You know, I mean, like she's just she's that woman. 
she is i mean again we talked about last week but she is uh the number one stardom all wrestler all time oh yeah right like it's it's so far and away um it's gonna take some time for utami to catch up type of thing you know like because obviously i i've talked about that as well but like that that is that's the chase is who is going to be who is going to like get to Mayu's level at any point ever um in terms of all time for the stardom roster i would even argue that like Mayu's run in stardom over the past what 10 12 years or 11 or 12 years is one of the best uh like wrestlers stories like synonymous with the company like ever like like she she's the john cena of fucking stardom she is the fucking stone cold steve austin of stardom she is the rick flair of wcw she is the she's all of that but better like she is just that fucking girl right it's just absurd um and when she like she I don't want to say she carried this because she had three very competent wrestlers, but Komomo got her ass beat and this just didn't tag back in. So Mayu was just in the ring for like most of the match and she just, she did it like it was fucking a cakewalk. Yeah. Like she was just like, yeah, I, I could, I could wrestle for this entire match against two wrestlers um, and make both of them look great and look myself look great and, you know, give my, give my partner some uh, hope spots in between. Like she, it's just absurd. It's, it's really insane. Um, She's great. Yeah, no, Maya is Maya is amazing. Like my, I I remember just seeing that spot, and I was like, dude, this it's so effortless to her. Like, why, why didn't they give her the belt? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. She's she's just unbelievable. Know, man. Like, it's so honestly. So Mayu Tam would have been a oh, great man, dude. Listen, like, that's, that was why I wanted her to be the champion is because we'd get like regular big Mayu matches, and that would just that's just the best shit, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's all you could ask for. Um, like she's just so fantastic. It's it's easy to forget sometimes, but and like, like there's just nobody on her level when she's going. And like I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy, but like Mayu and Tam's only issue in singles matches is them going too mm-hmm. long, and they ain't going too long until yeah, them. you know what I mean. Oh like they could have a they would have a banger. Yeah. You know they would have like that uh, like they they would benefit from being on the mm-hmm. undercard, right? They would benefit from being the third or fourth match. Um, I don't know where they're going to put them. Maybe they're like, you know, maybe not like second, like semi-main, but maybe they're like fourth from the top, which would be a pretty big mm-hmm. thing considering there's 700 belts. But like, really, any part, any place on that card, Mayu and Tam could have a great yeah. match. I don't know if the same is true for Kyrie and Tam, just because of time constraints. And Kyrie's better in this sort of sense. And then, I, I just really wish that Mayu and Tam was the Tokyo Dome match, personally. Um but besides that, uh, this was a good match, the Mafia Bella one. Um, it reminded me of that one tweet um, about how the Mafia isn't an aesthetic, and then somebody re- replied by saying, I, I cook at the pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, that- that's this match. Because, like, how did they lose? They lost to Momo Kogo, bro. I know that Mayu, like, carried. Yeah. But, like, they lost to Momo Kogo. <laughs> this, this, they, listen, they, listen. What, what Mayu Ma- got tired of taking L's. She, she was like, "No more, man. No more." I'm doing this myself. Yeah. <laughs> I am doing this myself. I am stepping yeah. in and I am doing this shit yeah, myself. I, I, yeah. I, I dropped um, my SWA belt. I didn't get the IWGP belt. I am not losing anymore. Screw this. And uh, yeah, we, you know, good for her. We love her. Uh, um. That was that show, though. We do have two shows to preview. This was also first time that Momokogo got to close a main event. Like, that was one nice, main event, yeah. I'm pretty sure. She, she didn't know what she was saying, but everybody she was She started crying. Yeah. Everybody was really supportive. She, she started straight up crying. Everybody came in and was like, 
Good job, Momo. Even though you weren't really in the match. <laughs> yeah. And she messed up the outro. But, you know. Yeah. Everybody does that's, that. I'm, yeah, you that's... messed it up less than the people in the company. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was fun. I, I, I like that my was like, hey, she can, she can close it. Um, we do have two shows to preview. We kind of previewed them a little bit when we were talking last week. Um, so I don't think we're going to do a lot on them. Some things have changed. Some things have changed. That's true. Um, Mafia Bella did lose a match. Mm-hmm. So it is a lot more like at stake than initially thought. Um, Black Desire can still technically win. I don't see it though. Yeah, I'm just I'm just talking out loud. We can we can actually yeah. get into the show if you want. <laughs> um, so the first show to preview is on the 23rd. No, it's not the 23rd. <laughs> it's the 3rd of December. The third. Uh, this is in the Bell Sal Takadano Baba. The opener is the Stardom Rumble. Uh, in this match is mm. Saida, <laughs> Hanan, Utami, Sayaka Matani, Lady C, Hina, Julia, Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Natsuko Tora, Raka, and Rina. Why? Get everyone on the card. Where is this? The Bell Cell. Takadanobaba, you know the, the relatively <laughs> big random... place they run in Tokyo? Yeah, I got yeah. Anyway, that's that match. I'm sure somebody will win that. Um, the uh, the actual match <laughs> of Blue Goddess Block match, it's Maihime versus Waka and Saki. Well, look, we all know who's winning there. Um, the yeah. match after that is Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Nanai Takahashi and Yu. And I'd imagine 7-up win. Yes. Um, oh, I forgot that the blue block is basically done. Because, yeah. like, if <laughs> if Mike and Hameka just win the matches, then they simply yes. win. Like, there's no math to be done. Love that. Um, so yeah, 7-up winning to keep pace with Mahime, probably. Uh, the match after that is Hazuki and Koguma versus Mirai and Amisore for, like, the fourth time this year. Um, that mm, yo. <laughs> that might go to a draw. Um, I think FWC needs to win it. Do they? Yeah, they really? need to win it. Okay, because that... then they then they would get to they'd get to eight, mm-hmm. and Mahime would be on ten. So they would they like if FWC beat the Kyokos mm-hmm. and then beat um, what's their faces um. Why did I say that? I love them, Mahime. Um, if if FWC beats both of them, they get to ten. And if BMI loses to, um, set. Oh wait, no, I think FWC's just out. Like I don't think they have any. I think they're just fucked on math. Okay, but they might finish in around the points total. So yeah, they probably do beat Mariah and Ami. Yeah, and then Mariah and Ami, um. Oh no, Mariah Nami could beat Seven Up. Mm-hmm. Is that the last day? No, 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 no. Seven Up is is against uh, BMI, and BMI needs to lose that. Well, no, they don't. My Hime could just win. Yeah, never mind. It doesn't matter. No, I okay. I do think I do think FWC is going to win uh, against okay. the players. Um, match after that, Siri and Smoke Inaba versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Um. Karate Brave come into this one with seven points, and their opponents have four? No, two. Two. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that block is really all over the place. I think Karate Brave winning to keep pace with everybody. 
I don't know. I think Karai Brave might need to drop this one. No, they don't. They don't have to. But okay, okay well, so yeah. if they win this they're... one, if they win this one, and then they're going to win against My Sakurai and Lady C. Um, so they have four points. So that would be eleven. Yeah. I don't um, think My Sakurai and Lady C I... go pointless though. Oh, do you think they're beating Karate Brave? Possibly, yeah. Well, My Sakurai has a flash pin. They would have to be Karate Brave, like an established flash pin. They haven't yeah. used it in a while. I mean, if, she does have it. If 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 Karate Brave wins this match and then wins against My Sakura and Lazy, so if they win the two ma- these two, they have to be upset or else they're going through. Um, because outside of Meltier, everybody only has one match left that is in contention. Yeah. Um. So they have to drop either. The, I think they drop this match and then beat My Soccer Legacy. I think My Soccer Legacy go winless. Hmm. Okay. If they were going to win, I think My Soccer I would have like rolled up uh, Momo, Kogo. Uh... Or pretty much anybody easier to beat than Shuri's but, like, team. I don't think they have another match, do they? They don't. So, I mean, they kind of have to win this one. I feel like you, you were underestimating my Sakurai having a flash pin. I feel like... I feel like fucking Shuri and Tomoko... Tomoko? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Too many names, bro. Um, and Tomoko Inaba just beat uh, Saya clean. But it's a tournament. Um, That's how this works. I know, but... <laughs> They haven't lost anybody but the well, champions. Yeah. Like I, I feel like Saki Kashima being the spoiler, um, because she always is, it makes more sense mm-hmm. than my Sakurai just I becoming the spoiler. You know, like I, I feel like I, hell, Saki could pi- could pin Shuri. Well, yes, yes, but I don't know. I feel like I don't think my my Sakurai could pin pin either of them. Did mine not pin a load of people in the GP? Did she not have a good GP. She had yeah, a good like, GP, but that's because she was Tekla. Yeah, but you know, she still she still has it. I don't know. I feel like I would sw- swap them around, but it's okay. Um, the next match, anyway, is Mayu Itani and Momokogo versus Momotanabe and Starlight Kid. Um, see, Petrock have four. All I know is Petrock have four points. Black Desire have five. Oh, wow. Okay. And their last match is against... Petrock have, like, that? two matches left, so I feel like they can drop this one, and they'll be okay. The, oh, oh yeah, their last match is against Saki and Death, yeah. so they could drop this one, then go to six. Um, If you want to keep Black Desire in, I would find it way cooler if they went to eight and Black Desire <laughs> uh, sat. Right? That would be really funny to me. Oh, um, okay, so... Petrock on this show face Meltier and Black Desire, so I don't know which one they're more likely to beat. Probably Meltier, because they're... Wait, they have two matches on the show? Yeah, God they're damn. still catching up from Momokogo, missing some shows. I'd say they, lo- I'd say they lose to Black Desire here and then beat Meltier, because Meltier needs to drop some points. So I would probably say that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, Mayu could just easily beat yeah. Koi, right? Yeah. Like, it's not hard. So, um... I think that would be alright. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a loaded fucking yeah. block. That's the thing about about Lady C and my Sakurai is that it's like, <laughs> like they are the only team with no weak link because they're both weak links, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the issue. Um, because <laughs> like my Mayu can beat anybody, 
and not calling Inaba a weak link, but Shuri could literally beat anybody. Um, you know, like it's Julia could beat anybody, Utami or Saya could beat anybody. Like it, they're Tam or Natsuki could beat anybody. They're the only team that like does not have someone who like has a consistent, uh, you know, winning record against anybody in the entire tournament. So, all right, it's kind of an issue for them. That's fair. But yeah, I, I'd say Peach Rock over Meltier and then fall to Desire. Yeah. Um. The last show to preview then is on the 4th of December. This is the final of the Tag League. Thank God. This isn't going to be live, it is, is it? I think. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, shit. That's dope. Um, so the opening match is Azumi and Miyu Amasaki versus Waka and Saki. Well, we know who's getting the win there. Um, the match after that is Mariah and Amisore versus Saeeda and Hanan. And you have had that as... This, this is where yeah. we win. This is where okay. we win. So you've had that as a I believe that we will win. <laughs> okay. Please. I God. believe that we will win. <laughs> I need this. I believe that we will win. So wholesome. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, the match after that then is Nanai and you versus Natsuko Tora and Raka. Um, that? I don't know. Did that go to a draw? Wait, fuck. I, uh, Wingori ain't winning. That be a draw. I forgot Mirai's challenging. Oh? No? You can <laughs> I, I, I don't think she pins Ami. All right. Okay. Um, well, in that case, the new oh, God. I don't know. So, how many points are I the new eras on then? Eleven. No, then they'd just be on nine because I I have them losing the FWC and they're right, on seven okay. right now. So, they so they'd go. Nine. Yeah, that makes would, too much. They'd sense. be God, Would they not be zero and three against FWC then? Or like, well, oh two they'd, and they'd one. They'd be oh one and one. Or no, yeah, O2. So, yeah, I don't know if they do that. FWC is a better team. Like, forehead, come on now. It's <laughs> not how they do things. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> um, so you and Nanai versus Raka and Natsuko. I'd, I'd say that might go to a draw. Just to keep... I, I Either it goes to a draw or uh, way to tie disqualifies yeah. themselves. All right. Um, then FWC versus Mahime, and we just have Mahime winning forehead. Okay. Yeah. Then we have Siri and Inaba versus Sakurai and Lady C, and you have Inaba and Siri. Over yeah, and I have Maya and Lady C. The match after that is Julia and Tekla versus Momo and Kid, and that is that would be based on our estimations. Black Desire on seven, and their opponents who Black Desire versus Julia and seven, Tecla. and then um... Black Mafia Bella on eight. Mafia Bella probably wins because um, they would be able to win the tournament and Black Desire wouldn't. I think... Who's Aphrodite's last match? It's Meltier. Um, well, if Aphrodite... No, if, if Mafia Bella wins, then Aphrodite's out. Oh, okay. So I, I think Black Desire has to win. Um, so what, they, they go to nine. And then it's Black Desire, Aphrodite, Meltier. Um, what? So, so last day, it's very possible that Black Desire needs to hope for a draw between Meltier and Aphrodite, and then it will be a playoff for the final, right. which is yeah. not going to happen. So Black Desire would technically be be in. I think Black Desire over Mafia Bella. They are technically in at nine, but whoever wins Aphrodite, uh, Meltier actually goes through. And I um, assume we would both have Aphrodite. 
Aphrodite versus yes. Mahime. Okay. Uh, we did skip a match there, but it's Petrock versus um, Ukigen and Saki, and that's kind of a dead rubber. No, and neither team really has much of a chance. Um, unless Mayu and Petrock should yeah, win. Well, unless uh, like if Petrock pull off the impossible, they could go to ten points. But I doubt they beat Meltier, Black Desire, and thing, um, so they can go to ten points. Dude, they could they win. Because if they if they won if they win all of their matches if they win all of their matches, Mafia Bella wins their match on the final day. They right. win. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's Aphrodite and Meltier as the shootout. And Aphrodite through to face Mahime. Mahime wins the tournament. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't fucking think Peach Rock's gonna win. I, but I'm I saying that, that it's it, like they they <laughs> they can win, and I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's definitely Aphrodite Meltier is the big big boy match, and then Mahime Aphrodite Golden the final Gen. is on this generation. show, right? It doesn't say it on the card, but uh, I mean, it's it has. Yeah, to where be, else yeah. will they have it? So yeah, that I don't know. That's very weird though. They just don't don't have anything to show that it's there. Anyway, yeah. Does did they have it for the like? Uh, they usually do for the GP. Show. Yeah. That's it usually strange. says like block winner versus block winner. So. Has somebody tweeted about it? Um no. Well, I I imagine it's just like a probably typo. yeah. But... Well, that's that. Then we have a, a very quick go through of the, the tournament because literally I don't think anybody cares about Tag League and uh, my brain is not capable of math anymore. Mine is. Well, good for you. <laughs> my Hime is okay. going to win. That's... Shouts out Micah Style to one true religion. I'm, I'm Catholic, I shouldn't have said <laughs> that. I don't think any religion is allowed to say um, it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, shouts out all religions. <laughs> um... No, but yeah, shouts out Mike Style. Shouts out Hameka. It's pretty. I don't know. Um, yeah, love them. Hope they win yep. the belts. All right. Um, but yeah, that'll be Tag League. Uh, we might get a clearer picture of what's to come as well after all of this because uh, with Tag League over, there's going to be people free to make challenges. We'll probably get a press conference sometime in the next week to announce the full card for Dream Queendom and probably the card for the New Blood show based on how they've tend to have done those recently. They do a New Blood and a pay-per-view kind of the same time. Um, so yeah. that probably will be next week if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, we'll be back then next week to run that all down if it does happen. And if not, we're going to review Tag League. We're also going to talk about whatever Mina Shirakawa is up to because she called up Tokyo Sports and was like, hey, lads, I'm going on holiday. So clearly she's going to do something. Um, but we have no idea what. So Imagine if she's just a troll. Imagine if she's just doing the, the Brian Pillman bit. And she's just like, I'm doing crazy shit. And then it's like, ah, I'm yeah. just hanging out. <laughs> I'm just chilling at yeah. home, bro. I, I feel like Tokyo Sports wouldn't pick it up unless there was a reason. But like, I genuinely have no idea. Like, Maybe she's going to be on a taping for something. I don't know if she can even wrestle because maybe her jaw is still like in bits. We have no idea. Yeah, I feel like it would. I feel like this is a strange timing. Yeah, for whatever like if you're gonna, f um, can you fly if your jaw is like that? Because wouldn't the air pressure like mess yes. you up? Well, I, what's the state of her I jaw right know. now? <laughs> Quite frankly, that's that's I, the I issue. I mean, because like fly, um, she could work. That one, that that one anti-Semitic dude. Uh, Wrote one of his you're gonna best have to songs. You're gonna have to performed it. Like whittle that down. 
that one anti-Semitic dude through the wire, through the wire. Like it's the it, he's the most famous dude to ever fucking rap a song with his jaw wired shut. Alex, oh, come on oh, now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was the joke. You oh, just said man. anti-Semitic this, dude, and I was started... like, "What? How, like you're gonna have to wit- no. I was going to right, clarify. Okay, I was going to clarify. You make me. Star Wars is just making each other explain well, no, our jokes. Just, like that's <laughs> like you could have been talking about Kanye or Kyrie. I was like, I don't know. Like, I, well, Kyrie never. Sorry, not never, not, not never our Kyrie now. Wire, Ky- Kyrie know? Irving, not our Kyrie. If yeah. Kyrie, no, I know. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, this is too long. We we don't want to talk to each other anymore. We dis we disavow anti-Semitism. Let me yes, preface yes. that. Yes. Um. Anyway, close the show. Understand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Gabagool. Oh Is that not anti-Semitic? <laughs>Fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.